0: Welcome to Get Over Yourself, the podcast for successful women who are ready to get out of their own way and quit letting fear hold them back. You've worked hard to get to where you are, so it's about damn time you felt confident enough to enjoy it. I'm your host, Eloise Tompkins, and I've spent over a decade mastering the art of psychology so I can help women just like you stop the self-doubt spiral and learn to love yourself enough to move forward. Hello, welcome to the Get Over Yourself podcast. I'm so excited. I like super excited that you're here listening to the podcast. Also super excited that I'm here recording the podcast because I cannot tell you how long I have been procrastinating on recording this first episode, (laughs) which is kind of funny because the whole gist of this podcast is helping women to get over themselves, get out of their own ways that they can move forward in their life. Yet, I have procrastinated on launching this podcast and getting this podcast started for the past 12 months. So I find it really ironic that the person who is launching the podcast also has their own blocks that get in their own way. And I suppose this is one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about wanting to bring this podcast to you because Regardless of how much work we've done on ourselves, regardless of how successful we are, regardless of what's going on in our lives, we're always going to hold ourselves back in some way. And through this podcast and through this episode today, we're going to talk about why why we hold ourselves back and how we can start to get out of our own way so that we can get ahead in our career, get ahead in our life and live the life that we want to live and feel good inside and not have all of these negative blocks holding us back and leaving us feel like shit. So in a nutshell, that's what this podcast is all about. So who am I? Who are you listening to? And why does what I have to say matter? Uh, Well, you know what I have to say that that's going to depend on you and you can take or leave what I say. Some of the things you might be like, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And other things might not land with you. That's okay. Take what lands, leave what doesn't. That's totally okay. Totally understandable. I don't expect everything to land with absolutely all of you. It might not. My background is at the moment performance coach. So currently I'm a performance coach and I work with CEOs, executives, high level entrepreneurs to help them overcome their uh, performance related blocks that are generally rooted in the past. So there's something in the past that's preventing them from moving, moving forward in the here and now. Now, prior to that, I trained as a psychologist. So I have a background in psychology, psychology. Uh, Anyone who knows the pathway to psychology knows that that was a really long pathway. And um, the reason that I wanted to study psychology was kind of long-winded, I guess. And I have always had this fascination of human motivation and behavior stemming all the way back from when I was a child. And I remember just being super fascinated at why people would make the choices that they did, particularly my family. And, you know, our family, what that, we'll be talking about that in the Get For Yourself podcast in terms of how our experiences with our family shape us. And that was certainly something that influenced me. I remember observing some of my family members, particularly my mum, where there was a time we were in the shopping centre and it was back, you know, in the 80s, early 90s, where cigarette smoking was quite common and you were still able to smoke around the shopping centres. You can't really do that these days in Australia, at least in Melbourne. You've got to be like five or 10 metres away from the entrance and whatever. But back in the day, that wasn't the case. However, you were not allowed to smoke inside the shopping centre. That was definitely a no-no. Anyway, my mum whipped out a cigarette and lit up inside the shopping center. And I was a young kid around eight or nine. And I just remember looking at her and being like, you're not allowed to do that. And I remember her just being like, I can do whatever I want, she said. And I just, I remember thinking, why is it that some people feel that they can disregard societal rules? And why is it that other people have to abide by society's rules or why is it that some people do abide by society's rules and it led me down this path of just fascination in terms of why people make the choices that they do and the other thing that sparked my interest and this was probably a lot later in my journey probably um later in my 20s although I'd certainly come across it in my earlier Uh, life, I just didn't really recognize it as such, was the way a society conditions women to behave in particular ways. And I didn't realize that until many, many years later, uh, how significantly that impacts women and how ingrained it is in us. And I know sometimes I'll have conversations with women about this and some women are like, oh, my goodness, yes, absolutely. And some women it's the beliefs and expectations are so ingrained that it can be really difficult um, for us to see sometimes or for them to see sometimes. And combining the two where we've got these childhood experiences that we all have and, and they're all different for every single one of us, with the societal expectations of what it means to be a woman in the world, bring those two things together and we then develop a filter of how we see the world, how we see ourselves and how we then see other people around us. And that can cause us to often put on a show or put on a front of how we think we should act as a woman in the world. And for me, my experience of that was very much putting, or not even putting on, but thinking um, that I had to be this certain type of woman who had to wear dresses. Uh, I didn't particularly like dresses, but I felt like I had to wear them. Um, I would try and force myself to wear makeup, even though it made me feel so uncomfortable. Like I would feel like a clown every time I put makeup on my face and it would feel really irritable on my face. Like it, The makeup just didn't sit well on my skin and I hated it so much, but I felt like every time I left the house for an event or some, a special occasion, a friend's birthday or a wedding or whatever, makeup needed to go on and I couldn't just go without because it wasn't deemed acceptable for women in my mind in the way that I'd learned to view the world to go out and do that and it wasn't until I went on my own journey of healing which is such a wishy-washy word in many ways but for lack of a better word my my own i guess journey to discover myself i realized that those rules that we've learned are really the rules that society and our upbringing has put on us, and we've absorbed them, and we believe that they're our own rules, when in actual fact, we get to pick and choose the rules that we want to live by. We get to pick and choose the values that are important to us to live by. We get to disregard things that no longer serve us, or maybe have never served us, but we had to put on to keep us protected, maybe throughout our childhood, growing up with our family to keep us protected. And when we become adults, we don't realize that we can actually remove them. And that's why we get to our, you know, often the women I work with are highly successful. They've ticked off all of the things they've ticked off. Okay. Well, I've gone to uni, I've gotten a partner. I've bought a house. We've got the dog. We go on a great holiday every year. I've got a good salary. We're financially secure. We're doing all of these incredible things. And yet they look around and they're not really content. They're not really happy. They want more from their life, but they're finding themselves getting stuck in achieving more because what they're wanting is being held back. They're told, don't be too ambitious. I was told by a friend not to be too greedy for wanting to start my own business and that I should just be happy with a nine to five because I was doing all right in my psychology roles. Uh, and we get fed these ideas that we should just limit ourselves and hold ourselves back. And we start to embody that. And that's not actually what we want. And there's this Incongruence between the life that we want versus the life that we're told we should want. And we keep trying to hold ourselves into that box. And no wonder, no wonder women are anxious. No wonder we feel overwhelmed. No wonder we're constantly fucking stressed. It's exhausting to try and keep ourselves inside of that small, tiny box that society and our environment has told us we should play in. And the thing is, when we step outside of that box and allow ourselves to just be ourselves and to go after whatever it is that we want in our one life, because we only get one life, then it just opens up all of these unlimitless, unlimitless, did I make up a word? Unlimitless. I don't know, it sounds weird. We have all of these opportunities and possibilities available to us. And the only thing that's getting in our way now is ourselves. It wasn't always that way, though. Back when we were growing up, the things that were getting in our way were very much our own experiences of being parented and our childhood experiences. And the people that I work with are often like, what are you talking about? I don't want to go back into my past, been there, done that, don't need to go back. And I get that. Because in many ways, for whatever reason, we do just want to leave our past in our past. And often that's because there were some difficult emotions that we haven't dealt with from our past. And we don't want to we didn't want to deal with them then. We didn't weren't able to deal with them then. And we don't want to deal with them now because we're successful and we don't want to lose our success. We want to hold on to our success. And we think that if we can achieve more awards or if we can earn more money or get further ahead in our career, then we'll finally feel better about ourselves. And actually though, the thing that's going to help us get further in our goals, get further ahead in our career, earn more money, be happier, more successful is actually dealing with those emotions and dealing with those emotions from our past. Now, Hear me out on this. So Maslow, uh, if you haven't heard of Maslow's hierarchy, uh, Maslow is a psychologist, uh, way back when, and they explained that there are five levels of needs that humans need to reach before they can get to the self-actualization, which is a like, Oh, amazing, you know, um, purpose-driven life. And that's what we're all striving for. We're all striving for that purpose-driven life where we feel just perfectly content and happy that we've reached our full potential. Now, the thing is, we have five layers of needs, and our first level is our physiological needs. So, do we ac- have access to food, uh water, shelter. Then we have safety, and that includes things like um being ac- being able to access things like our health uh, without, if as children, that'll be our parents being employed, things like that, um, making sure that we're connected to our family, we have social stability. And generally, we have those needs that have been met. The third need is the love and belonging need. And that's where we have our emotional needs that come into that Uh, part of the hierarchy. And that's where we want a need to feel this sense of belonging, feel this sense of connection, be connected to our family, have our emotional needs nurtured. And what often happens in this stage of the hierarchy, people will say, my family was great, my parents were great. But when I was sad, there was no one for me to talk to. When I was sad, my parents told me to stop crying and just get over it. When I was sad, uh, I went alone into my room and just cried. Or my parents pushed me really hard to succeed. I was uh, in some kind of elite sport, whether it was gymnastics or swimming or um, some kind of really competitive sport. And my dad would only give me praise if I came first. And if I didn't get a, a gold medal, then they would push me harder and harder, or it might've been academic. If I didn't get an A at school, then I'd be criticized or there wouldn't really be a lot of praise. I would just kind of be like, oh, okay, cool. Whatever. It doesn't really matter. And we underestimate how impactful this need is for us. And we learn to push our emotions down. We learn that if we can just kind of squash them down and pretend that they don't exist or avoid them and then continue to achieve, excel, win awards, become a CEO of an organization, work our way up the career ladder or create our own highly profitable business. And that then kind of tells us that, okay, I can do those things and now I'm going to be able to get my parents' approval. And these aren't conscious beliefs that we generally tend to have. They're not things that we walk around thinking, oh, I'm going to climb up the corporate ladder so that mum will finally love me. We, We generally don't think that. It's generally these unconscious beliefs. And I find that this is super, super, super common. And then combine that with the societal impacts of just being a woman in society where we're taught not to be assertive, we're taught that it's best for women to be quiet and passive and not speak up if someone says something that is wrong or offends us, and oh my goodness, I have so many examples of those i <laughs> have this um memory of when I was a child or a teenager in about year eight, I was sitting just doing my work at school and had some boy came up behind me. My hair was in a ponytail. Some boy came up behind me and got a pair of scissors without me knowing, like I didn't realise, cut my hair and I thought, okay, I'm going to go and tell the teacher um because i was devastated i was like distraught went up to tell the male teacher and the male teacher just laughed at me and was like oh it's hair don't worry about it it'll grow back mind you i was holding a chunk of hair in my hand and the teacher then looked at the uh male student who had chopped my hair and laughed with him at the fact that he played this prank on me and now i'd had a chunk of hair missing and those experiences not just one experience, like there are many experiences. That one was quite a significant one and it's one that certainly stands out in my memory. Those experiences though that we have lead us to uh develop this belief about the world that for me, for example, well, if I if a man does something wrong, no one's going to listen, no one's going to protect me, so I'm just not going to say anything which then can set us up for uh, more significant experiences down the line of being in vulnerable situations with men, for example, or even just not feeling like our voice is going to be heard, that being a woman, your voice doesn't matter. And that is why as children, we didn't really get a lot of opportunity or ability to Stand up for ourselves and protect ourselves. We just kind of had to go with the flow and find these ways to protect, keep ourselves protected. And as adults, now it's our opportunity for us to get over ourselves because one of the very hard lessons that I learned is no one is going to come along and save us. No one is going to come along and make us happy. No one is going to come along to take away our pain. No award is going to come along and take away our pain. No salary, no holiday, no partner. Nothing is going to come along and be enough for you to feel satisfied. The blocks that you likely need to overcome to reach that are within you, they're internal blocks. And that then becomes a choice for you. To make? Do you want to continue living the life that you're living, going after more success, more, 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 and not enjoy it truly at its core? Or do you want to be able to achieve your goals and actually feel good about them? Because something I've learned through my own journey is that you can have both. And in fact, doing the work to heal your emotions and to be able to tolerate the discomfort of your emotions is actually the thing that's going to allow you to get ahead and to go further. And that sounds really surprising because it would be nice if we could just kind of go, you know what, our emotions don't matter. It served me well to not have to worry about them. And I've gotten so far already that I can just keep going the way that I'm going. But if you were okay going the way that you were going, you probably wouldn't have, you know, found this podcast and listened to this episode and still be listening to this episode. So maybe have a think about that and have a think about how you feel in regards to your own experience with emotions and think about what emotions were like growing up in your household think about your experiences that you had as a woman in society and how those experiences may have shaped you and how those experiences have propelled you to go on the journey that you've gone on in your own life. Because I look back and I can kind of see my own journey and the choices that I've made and I can see now looking back why i made some of the choices that i made and why some of my family members have not made the similar choices and they've kind of stayed in an unhealthy uh dynamic or an unhealthy trajectory uh and in many ways it serves them and i think it takes a lot of courage to get over yourself to have the guts to say yeah, you know what, I do want to do things differently. I don't want life to be the same for me. I want things to be very different Uh, because I think that when we do that, that's where we really, really can have it all. And I think also the thing is, is that by doing the inner work, which only we can do, no one can come in and do that shit for you. I can't come in and do that shit for you. I can guide you along the way and I can be there and I can support people can't do the work for them like no one can do the work for me and oh my goodness did I wish that people would and could have done the work for me many times along my journey uh we have to do it ourselves and life on the other side though just feels so much more colorful feels so much more bright and so many more possibilities and that is what I want us to walk away from this podcast understanding So you keep tuning in next week or, well, I think there's four episodes that have all dropped at the moment. So the next episode that we have is an interview. So what will happen is we'll have one episode from me, Eloise, and then we'll alternate that with a guest interview who will share their own experiences of getting over themselves uh, and then we'll flip back to an interview from me and guest, and so forth. So that is how the podcast will be structured. Um, because I really wanted to share people who are women who are successful in their journeys and what that story has been like for them to show you that you're not alone, as well as being able to offer some practical tips, trip tips, tricks, and strategies on things that you can try and implement to help move and propel your career and your personal life forward. And if you do want any individualized support, reach out. I do offer coaching to women who do want that guided support. So thanks for tuning in to today's episode, which is imperfectly perfect. Um, and I'm sitting here as I'm recording, absolutely shitting myself, wondering if this makes any sense and having all of my, um, own blocks getting in my head at the moment, but being able to kind of challenge those and being able to be like, you know what? Fuck it. I have the thoughts. I have the feelings. And I'm going to release this episode anyway. So I hope you enjoy it. Um, But if you didn't, come and check it out again next week because I promise it will only get better from here after the nerves have settled. And this podcast is going to be absolutely epic. And I'm looking forward to having you on board. Also, we do have a Facebook group. So if you haven't already joined, head on over to the Facebook group because I would absolutely love to see you in there and help you along on your own journeys. All right. I'll see you next week. Take care. Out of all of the podcasts that are out there, I am so grateful that you chose to listen to this one today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. It would mean the absolute world to me if you could leave a five-star review on this podcast so that we can help reach more like-minded women who also need a daily dose of motivation and inspiration to live their most authentic life. Take care and I'll chat with you next week.